One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Hey everyone, it is the Redman Podcast. We are live here on your Tuesday morning. It is the international break, but don't worry, mm. no need to cry. It's nearly over and we're going to fill some more of that time. Um, in the meantime, uh, I'm Paul Mitchell. I'm joined by Sam Walker. I'm joined by Chris Pajak. Um, and we've got some kickoff questions which we're going to get into, but we're also going to have a bit of a chat about some of the bits and pieces of news. You know, the Pook Cup without six players for the weekend. Yay! Um, we have a bit of chat about Klopp's coaching team, and that's kind of leading into a couple of different conversations. We're going to chat about Gini Wijnaldum being unhappy at Paris Saint Germain, um, a little bit about the Newcastle takeover, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Plenty of stuff to get into. Um, the first kickoff question comes from Curtis Beggs, Curtis B86. It's the Champions League final. I feel like we need some dramatic music for this. Do, 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 do. Uh, 2022. Okay, not dramatic enough. Okay. No, still not. Okay, just weird. Put some bass in there. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, go, it's the Champions League final 2022. Score is currently Time. James Milner and Mo Salah are both on the pitch. Liverpool are awarded a penalty, which would be the last kick of the game in normal time. But Who bum. takes it? Nope. Okay, sorry. Or Salah. <laughs> We're off to a flyer, ladies and gents. Who says we don't lose the plot in international breaks? Um, Sam Walker, who takes yes. it? Milner or Salah? Milner or Salah? Milner. Okay. Good. Salah just, to me, always looks like I love, he's amazing at taking penalties, but for some reason, I just feel calmer when Milner's on one. Interesting. Chris Pager. I looked at the stats of both of them, and it's Milner based on the stats. He scored 30 and missed five. Salah's scored 22, I think, and missed four. So Milner's slightly better, but I'm going Salah because he's done it in that situation before in the Champions League final, and I'm assuming that Milner's played the full game at this point and at 36 years <laughs> old or whatever. Uh, now, he could have been brought on just to yeah, take the pen, in which case he's going to really piss him off when Salah yeah. takes it off him. Do but that. I'm going Salah. Do you know who plays in goal for Paris now? Yeah, Donnarumma. Yeah, he's a big cat, too. Like, yeah. Like, yeah that would Don't put me on the spot like that, that, that again. That, that would... <laughs> <laughs> the last time Chris got put on the spot like that, he was Ancelotti. 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 <laughs> After the quality of your music, mate, I thought you know everything. Uh, <laughs> he, he's a big guy. I'm like that. that that's why I'm. I, that's why I'm going Milner because because yeah, I'd be worried if he goes the right way with Salah. Yeah, he's saving it. Who would you pick for? I um I would my instant answer, and it's probably the answer you should go with in this situation was Milner. I was like just James Milner because yeah. I feel very calm whenever Milner takes penalties. Same. I don't feel that when Salah takes it. I don't think anyone Same. does. Man, well, in it, but he's Apart from maybe Salah, which is yeah. which is good in, in and of itself. I should do, though. Actually, no, I'll tell her, like, the last time I felt quite calm, 
about Salah taking a penalty, he missed it. So maybe there's something in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, also, you should never sing a penalty, take his name as the step oh, up to take a penalty. Wait till he slots why. it and then sing it. Um, so, yeah, you can move it closer to you if you want. So, go ahead. Go ahead. Look at that. Oh, well, uh, close. There you go. It's fine. Sorry, uh, apologies. Bad. Apologies, audio listeners. Um, Lanky business. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, let us know uh, if you're watching live. Uh, we've got our Discord, uh, Club Legend Discord, open as well. So if you're a Club Legend subscriber on the website, get involved on there. Um, and you've got the live comments here as well during the podcast on YouTube. So, yeah, Mill or so. I, I, it's... It, <sighs> It should be Salah, really, because again, he's, he's he's taken one and scored one in the Champions League final. He's that kind of guy who I think on uh, the big man for the big moments, like that's a uh, yeah. It should be Salah. Really, you'd you'd think Salah it should up his game, shouldn't you? At that moment, like he's not just going to blammo it down the middle like well he did against Spurs, I suppose. But <laughs> I I think he's going top bin or something if it's a big moment and he's got to score. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Because the Spurs game is the beginning of the game as well. There was kind of a little bit of room for error, but if it's like last minute, it's got to be top in, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Yala in the comments, and Milner, the Yorkshire Iron. Uh, King Scrubs 12 is Milner, the old man. Um, <laughs> XYZ, Milner, anytime. Sweat he's, James, he's, he's, Milner. He's younger than you as well, Milner. No, oh, he's no. in between. He's just, he's I'm just 34, he's 35, 6, isn't he? I hate the way people call him an old man. <laughs> Winds me up. He has had a tough paper round, like yeah, yeah to his got some miles on the clock. To be fair to the lad, yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> <Flally>. <laughs> a lot more than me and you. <laughs> While Liam. he's playing football, like we've got a chance still. That's my view. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Leo Lawrence Millie for me got ice running through him. Like, I mean, again, to the point, if he's on the pitch, I'm not bringing him on to take a pen because I've just let's never ever do that ever again. Like. I no. mean, there was that. It's like that thing of you see, you use this analogy about like in footy manager. I think it's like you, you bring a player on once and they do something, and then in your head, that's what they are, and they, they do it every time. Like yeah. you're a super sub. It's like the team I had Andy Carroll. I checked his stats at the end of the season one time. I brought him on 38 times. He'd scored one. It was like in <laughs> the second time I'd brought him on, but I continued to think that that was the way yeah. that it worked. You created that narrative in your head, and it yeah. just stuck. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the Tim Cruel effect, isn't it? It's like bringing a goalkeeper on for the penalty shootout, and it working, and then all of a sudden thinking like. You can make those changes, and that's a, that's a good thing. No, don't, don't. I, I know we've seen it at the at the, at the Euros, but it goes back to like Ryan Brewster in the Charity Shields two seasons ago. Yeah, the poor lad. I think he's ever been the same since. Well, that's, <laughs> did, you see, that did you see his red card last night? No, no. It was the most pathetic red card I've ever seen in my life. Like he 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 steps b- backwards into a lad. It's honestly I can't even do it justice. How how not for the twenty ones was this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. For the 31s, get Has he scored off. yet? Has he scored? I have no idea. For Sheffield? Yeah, yeah, no, no idea. Sheffield, <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe. Uh, Robert Maverley saying, James Milner, he's got Ribena running through him. Of course he has. Um, right, sounds we've got another question. Uh, Don Heisenberg, this is a big one. And it's open to all kinds of interpretations. So uh, strap in, get yourselves a pen and pencil if you want. Uh, and then get some paper to write. And then you can do one in each hand if you want to. <laughs> write on the pencil with your yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> absolutely yeah. Um, Don Heisenberg says Liverpool are tied on points with Man City at the end of the season. Can we have some dramatic, dramatic music again, please, Chris Pajak? Dun, dun, there we dun, go. Liverpool are tied on go. points with Manchester City. Keep going, keep it going, keep it going. For the end of the season, dun, 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 a massive dun, COVID dun, outbreak dun, hits dun. the squad. Dun, 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 dun. 
You can only save two players and the rest of the starting 11 must come from players from teams not in the traditional big six. Select an 11 to face Man City in a title decider. Right, well, I screwed this one up because I, I, Sam asked me, is it one per team? And I went, yeah. And then it wasn't the question. <laughs> I've added it to the question, um, but we can have a chat with one minute. I'm not, I, I, it's, just, it's just for fun. I don't really care. Uh, but if you want to do it, uh, a player along and do it one player from out, uh, the teams outside the big six, then yeah, that makes it a bit more of a challenge, I think. Um, but it's probably more with more fun names, uh, better names if you just pick, you know, all of Leicester's team. Um, so again, though, debate. I wouldn't pick all of Leicester's team. Let's have the debate. Okay. Who are the traditional big six? So we're already in there. So I mean, it's, it's weird that we already lost the space there. Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest. Aston Villa. Aston Villa. Everton. Everton. Manchester United. Manchester United. Arsenal. Arsenal. Sounds okay. So you can pick from City. (laughs) So we're going, because there's no such thing as traditional big six. We're just saying the current big six. The Sky Sports, yeah. Yeah. So Liverpool, Chelsea, City, United, Arsenal. Spurs. Spurs. Yeah. Okay. Spurs are lucky to be there. Jesus Christ. Champions League final, though. You know, they've made it. Arsenal. Wait. Have Newcastle replaced Spurs? Yeah, probably by the end of the, in, in a couple of years' time, without a doubt, yeah, Spurs will be nowhere. Um, it's great to love that, that lovely American football stadium, uh, and that will be that. Yeah. Um, so you can't pick players from those teams, but you can pick players from outside. Because you went, because you just went to pick a dream team of players from outside the, the six. Mm-hmm. Who did you go with? Cashwish Michael to start with. I think. Oh, he... sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's start with who are the Liverpool players you keep. Sorry, Virgil Van Dijk and Mo Salah. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think that was debatable, to be no, honest no, with you. No. You? Uh, I think there's some slight debate. I, my immediate thought was Salah and Allison. Um But you're right. You mean th- there are other really good goalkeepers? That you could just not forget. There's game. no one as good a centre half as. Yeah, there, there was a few. There's a few different options. I think what you can do is you can start filling your team in first, and then look to plug the gaps with Boss Liverpool yeah. players. That's a good point. But like, there's quite a lot of good DMs. I think at least two or three good DMs. So Fabinho would have been maybe an option if there wasn't like as as many good DMs as there were. Mm-hmm. Um, you've also got loads of decent right wingers. So you know maybe you'd look at a, a centre forward rather than Salah maybe Salah just plays centre forward for you if there's mm. if there's a good right winger that you prefer like I mean yeah. you mentioned Rafinha to me mm. could have been an option at the yeah. right wing but um, no I think Virgil van Dijk's the best centre half in the league so pick him and Mo Salah's the best player in the league so pick him they're my two as well easy didn't think too much into it just yeah. pick them too yeah yeah, no, I think that's a de- decent challenge. Go, go on, go on, Chris. Go, go through. Uh, Kasper Schmeichel, to start, I think he's the best goalkeeper outside of Alisson and Edison, to be honest with you. Okay. I, I re- I've always rated him highly, even when Liverpool were linked with goalkeepers. I was always on the, of the opinion that Schmeichel would have been good enough for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wrong. Alisson's so much better. <laughs> uh, but Schmeichel's still really, really yeah. good. Um, Tariq Lamptey is probably my right back for a little bit of pace, a little bit of power down that right hand side, a little bit of speed. Did you go for someone like I went, him? I went right. I went Lamptey. I thought you'd miss Lamptey to be honest because he hasn't been about as he. But yeah, I went Lamptey all day right back. Yeah, uh, I'm going for Fana probably yeah. from Leicester as my centre half alongside Virgil Van Dijk. Yeah, I'm going Lucas Dinia yeah. as my left Same back. Same team as mine. Is I it? I did mine again. You know, after I'll go I'll go through my one pair in a minute. But I had mine's exactly the same. Shows by the goalie out with Martinez in goal. Yeah. I actually think he's no. the best, but each to their own. Um, I've gone Ndidi 
as my defensive midfielder, but I've actually gone two DMs. Oh, have you? Yeah, so I've changed it up slightly, and I've gone Declan Rice alongside him. Anyone who watched the, the show in the summer will know that I like Declan Rice. I think he's a really good player, and it also feeds into who my sort of number 10 yeah. is, which is James Madison, because okay. um, I, like, I like him, and I think, you know, Two DMs against Manchester City, probably not a bad thing when they've never played yeah, together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Madison is my ten. Salah on the right hand side. I'm gonna go left hand side first. I'm gonna overlook Zaha and I'm gonna go Alan St. Maximan. Same. Um, right, that's interesting. Um and up top, I'm gonna overlook Jamie Vardy. Right? And I'm gonna go Danny Ings. Right. Hear me out. Jamie Vardy's boss. Amazing footballer, but but he's going to ruin Salah's space. Okay. He's going to get in the way of Mo Salah. Whereas that, Danny yeah. Ings is very much a. He's played the system. He knows the role. It's a one-off game. Maybe you'd look to try and get somebody in who's going to score those goals like Vardy. Yeah. But I want Salah to score the winner. I want Salah. So Vardy, no. Ings in. Do the dirty work. Press high up the pitch. Create space for Salah and mm-hmm. Saint Maximum. There you go. So. I'll do. I'll manage Chris the right answer is Vardy, by the way. But no, no, I've got to be different, haven't you? Yeah, I've gone. <laughs> For that team, I've gone Salah and St. Maximum flanking Antonio. I actually think Antonio Ooh. right now is the best outside. That. That's just my opinion. Yeah. And in midfield, I went with uh, I did pick Rice. I'm not a huge fan of Rice. I think he's good. He's effective. Um, but I don't. And I've never seen him as a standout player. He's just effective. But I agree, he's a good player. And I've gone Tielemans in the middle. And I didn't fill that number ten spot because I did this like a minute before we went live. But my team was under the proviso that we actually had to pick one from each of the fourteen teams or. Nine of the fourteen teams. So I went with Nick Pope in goal to get a Burnley player in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Clamty from Brighton right back. Mm-hmm. Verge and Connor Cody centre back. Nice. Dina left back. Yari Tielemans, Declan Rice, and James Ward Prowse centre midfield. Ooh, pen taker. And uh, <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, and set piece taker. Yeah. He might need a free kick against City. Good set point. Max Man Salah and Danny Ings. Obviously, plays for Newcastle. They play for Newcastle and the Villa. So I managed to get one in from nine teams. That's really That's good. good. That's good. Like, okay, so I like that. Yeah, I, I, the, the, send us your teams in, in in the live chat if you want to send them to at the Reven TV as well. Um, your yeah, if you I, I like that one from every team thing as well. I think that's a nice that's a nice way to kill some time if you're meant to be. Uh, <laughs> Definitely get you. Yeah. Get your, get, your, get your pen and uh, pencil and your protractor out um, for <laughs> just, that one. Just do what we did. <laughs> Type it in your notes on your phone. Yeah, yeah. That, that's <laughs> it. Um, so you get your wet playbook out uh, <laughs> and fill it in, in there. Right, we're going to be talking uh, the Liverpool players who are likely to miss out this weekend. We're going to be talking a little bit about Liverpool's uh, backroom staff, having had a good chat with some of them in the last week or so. bit about Gini Wijnaldum uh, and some stuff about Steven Gerrard as well uh, when we return. Uh, but yeah, have a little look at this in the meantime. He joins us in AVM and uh, oh, he does with uh, Andreas the warm-up. So then he goes in the team training. Yeah, he made some unbelievable saves and there was the wow factor was there straight away. And then you think, yeah, we signed a goalie. Last season? Yeah. The header? Yeah. <laughs> it was nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mike Dean put on uh, four minutes. And it was like three minutes fifty, and we get a corner. And I see Ali standing there, and I, yeah, I was so much aggression that I want to win as well. So I shouted, "Ali, get in the box!" So Ali runs, and uh, you know the rest is of the story. And uh, I apologize to the boss <laughs> because <laughs> I said I should not uh, give that extra instruction really because that's your job really. But uh, 
Yeah, my passion was always to find the best anyway. You know, we want to be at the top and we have to fight for it to make it happen. And we, we made it happen. And you rather to have the memories by winning trophies now because that's why we are in the game for and that's why you at Liverpool. You want to win always. Yeah, check that out. That's the episode uh, two, part two of the John Achterberg in conversation with us out. So that's both parts available for you right now on the TV.com. So if you want to have a bit more of insight into the inner workings of Cops Inner Circle, uh, especially the goalkeeping department, then check that out right now. Um, yeah, it, it kind of led me on. So I want to have a, a bit of a chat about them. We'll talk about them in a bit. But because, um, yeah, I think if I, I think the Klopp's got something fascinating going on. But before we do, this is Anfield. Uh, I've been reporting this. Um, and everyone, to be fair, Diogo Jota could well be returning early uh, from international duty and you go hey and then no it's because he <laughs> might not be fit um brilliant um yeah great news uh, so that we could, we could be in a we could be in a spot of bother this weekend Chris Pajak um it's exactly what you want from an international break really isn't it is that no Liverpool games and then to find out that your players are going to come back not half available of your first team aren't yeah. going to be available for different reasons and stuff like that isn't it so obviously you know Fabinho and Alisson who look like they're going to be travelling straight over to Atletico to miss the 10 day oh, quarantine really? um, coming back into England uh, I think and then you've got Obviously, because they wouldn't make it back into England in time for the game at the weekend, would they? So you've got them two out. So it looks like Kelleher's going to start straight away. Um, then you've you've obviously got Kurt Jones, who, who played last night, thankfully. Yeah. Um, Is Trent okay? They, they think Milner's probably going to end up starting at right back. So he's a, he's a midfield option that you're probably not going to have to pick from. Um, you've got Jones and Jota, obviously, minor injuries, I say Jones did play last okay, night, so it okay. looks like he's going to be okay. Uh, and then Thiago and Trent look like they, they're going to be touch and go for the game, don't they? I think Thiago, I think Trent's got more of a chance than Thiago, I'm right in saying. Uh, okay. Klopp um, said, didn't he, before the international break, he expected them both back, but that's doesn't mean they're going to both be back, does it? Until we see it, until we yeah. see it, yeah. I mean, and again, particularly when you've got a big Champions League game. But it, it, it it's on that knife edge, isn't it? That Watford thing, Sam, we've got, not a bogey team as such, but we do have some bad Watford memories. <laughs> uh, we've struggled past them a few times. I mean, it's mad to think what our goal of the season and their goal of the season. In fact, Emery Chan's overhead oh, kick. Oh, yeah. Well, like, we very much needed that turn. goal in that in, in that game. Um, you go back to Adam Bogdan's nightmare. Yeah, no, and Bogdan. you go, Don't. Yeah, no, we, the were, we were there. It was horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, and, and they're about they've, and they've, they've sacked the manager. Lucas was playing centre after yeah. that night for like the, oh one of the first God, times yeah. as well. They've sacked the manager, so you know all these all these signs point to this being a really dangerous just after an international after break, twelve thirty kickoff as well on the Saturday. It's yeah. just the Elton it's John not good, ultras mate. are going to be bouncing. It's a horrible place to go as an away fan as well because they, them them little drummer boys they've got are so oh, bloody God. loud and they're right next to you as an as an away fan. So it makes it that difficult to keep any kind of a song together because they they just you, you end up having to try and go to their beat, but, you, but it doesn't it doesn't work. It's so infuriating. It is. It's funny how many clubs do that. Actually, Swansea we did that as well. 
didn't they? When they beat you, us one 0 Yeah, oh. yeah, another one of our wonderful away trips where you do you, you get you, you yeah you can't hear yourself think so you can't coordinate it a proper a proper noise yeah but yeah uh, to the point you like know, them we'll, clackers in Leicester yeah I hate them stupid things <laughs> clack the things that they spin round oh, no well, them no. things that they're like the slap like that yeah, make yeah, a yeah, noise. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, so I mean, look, potentially it could still mean Henderson, Cater, and Ox as a midfield, which is far from the and worst. And now Jones is maybe yeah. Jones. Yeah, I think Jones plays. Um, the, the thing that I'm, I'm not as worried about is that, and everyone keeps reminding me of this. Watford are not the same style of team anymore. They've got some good players. They don't have uh, Dini up front as a batter and ramp because when he gets it right, he's a nightmare. Isn't he? They do have Sar, who's got better and better. He's a problem. They've got that other lad they've signed. Is it like Hernandez or something like that? They've, they've got, got Dennis. Fernandez, well, yeah, Dennis. They've got a few good players. Is but... he a menace? <laughs> <laughs> ask, ask me again at uh, Tower Two on Saturday. But it's it's a half twelve kickoff, which means there's not going to be under the lights. Is it like? Sorry, I love that joke. It's not going to be under the lights. New manager. Yeah, we don't know what they're going to do really, but he's. He's had probably players out on international duty. He's probably not going to get much time. It's very probably much going to be do as you were, and then we've got a week together to train. So I'm, I'm also I'm not sure is Saar going to be available? Where where because does he play for the same team as Mane? So if have we have we lost Mane? I don't know if we lost. I don't know. At the minute, yeah, we. I don't. Oh gosh, let me let me work out the logistics of this. I believe as it stands, we can have Mane for the weekend, but, but not, you can't have him for that. For you can't have him for that. So they're going to have Saar, aren't they? Yeah, who's yes. their best player for that for that reason? So yeah, it, it's it's a <laughs> not less man. He hides his passport. <laughs> yeah. Can we just make a point actually? Why do people not do that? Can I make a, pl- a a plea to Sadio Mane? Don't call Sar a shy boy before yeah, this game. No, oh yeah, god, no, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no Mane, no. naughty Mane. No. Yeah, no. tell him what a, what a, what a big man he is now. Tell him how good he is and tell him how amazing he is and hope that all goes to his head and he's crap instead. Um, because he started the season well, we don't need any more. So, what is the score him. with them? So, so Mane's. Got I'll be to... honest, Sam. It's so it's been it's changed and been quite fluid. But because Chris's point, I don't know if your point earlier what was right or not. But the point is, is that Allison and Fabinho, their game is kicks off thirty six hours before our game against Watford, yeah. which means it's thirty four hours from full time to kick off. So yeah. they're unlikely. It's it's there's a there's a there's a vague chance. That they Allison. might, they might, because it was yeah. something Neil Jones said last week. They might yeah. risk Allison because he doesn't need to do team shape stuff. That's right. Yeah. So you just throw him straight back in. But in doing that, because they've got to isolate in a, like a private hotel sort of situation, they're probably not going to be able to break the bubble to take them over yeah. to to Atletico in, yeah. in the week. So you've got the choice of you then instead just send them on to to Spain to That's isolate right. there, and then when that isolation's done, you can bring them you can bring them back for the for the weekend. The flip reverse I think it's something to do with the fact that if you come straight from Brazil to England as well, you have to quarantine yes, for 10 days, right. isn't it? If so this is Anfield say here. Alisson Fabinho will not be back in England in time for the tie, which kicks off 35 hours after the start of Brazil's World Cup qualifier at home to Uruguay. The pair are likely to travel directly to Spain from Brazil to avoid a 10-day quarantine in the UK and allow them to feature against Atletico in the Champions League. Yeah. And then Man United subsequently, yeah. Yeah, but as I say, as as it stands, there's no no one's decided, determined one way or the other whether that's the case. And the flip is therefore true of if that if that happened, they had a similar choice with with Mane and Shimikas, yeah, where they could send Mane and Shimikas on to Spain if they wanted to to do the same sort of thing. But again, you're then missing them from the yeah, missing yeah. them from the weekend. So instead, it looks like Mane and Shimikas would be available to play Watford, but you're not you can't. 
break their bubble to send them over to another country. Uh, why can't we break the bubble though? Because if they're traveling with the same people, it seems a bit like because they're ice, they've got to ice. They can't. They they've. It's I, I mate. It's a sh- because <sighs> because it's fucked. It's, it's it, the it, simple it, it, answer. It, 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 and we've got to do it all again in three weeks. Yeah, exactly. Genuinely, like so. You know yeah, I mean? it's um, it's an absolute nightmare. And now there's obviously talk that Jot, Jota's struggling with a minor injury <laughs> as well. So again, this is Anfield had it as a potential eleven of Kelleher, Milner, Matip, Van Dijk, Robertson, Henderson, Ox, Cater, Salah, Mane, Firmino. For Not a this. bad side considering six people aren't there. All told, it's still a and add Kate Jones back to that list probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. So I mean, the bench is weak. But the side, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, you've got the front three there, and there's a good and that, chance and you can win a game with the front three. Yeah, there's a good can. chance Salah. as well that you've like you might like quite likely to have if 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 they, if that they said that about the return after the international break, you could have Trent and Thiago on the bench for that game yeah. potentially, which well. is huge. Or but you also, could have start. I, I, I don't know where they are. Yeah, I think about Firmino there, and he's like, this is the opportunity he's probably been waiting for. Yeah, this is it. You're going to see a fired up Bobby Firmino in this game if he starts, and yep. it looks it looks likely that yeah. he will start. And he's, he and will he's start. Rest. He hasn't he's, been away, has he? He's definitely starting this game. He, I think even if Jota's here, he probably starts this game. The only problem with Firmino is that it's actually one of those rare situations where he probably needed the games, you know, because I know he, he's not played this season yeah. really, has he? Because of because of injury. So yeah, it's an interesting stuff. Uh, we'll obviously know more about that. We'll be doing the build-up show on Thursday, so yeah, we'll have a bit more of an update on what the hell it all looks like uh, as we get closer to kickoff time. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to talk a little bit about. Um, um, Liverpool sort of coaching team. It's not 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 too much, to be honest. But obviously, we, we I sat down with John Achterberg last week. I then got to do uh, uh, speak very briefly to Mona Nemer, who's the head of nutrition at Liverpool as well. I had a book launch at the weekend. Both of those, uh, it, John Achterberg's out now on the on the website, and Mona's coming out. I think ne- early next week. Um, what struck me because I'd never met Mona Nemer before, and I'd never met Achterberg, and it's completely different characters, but. I, I, the more I meet and see about Klopp's coaching team, Chris, I there are all these people built a little bit in his image. Like you've got these hyper enthusiastic, like ultra positive people who adore their area of ex, their particular yeah. area of expertise. And you know, Klopp always talks about surrounding himself with experts. Yeah, and yeah, ev- yeah. And, and you go, yeah, well, that sounds great. And then you meet them, and like I literally, I did an hour and ten or whatever with Achterberg, and then did probably another hour just chatting to him after the fact. And then he was like, I'll come back again because oh. he just wants to talk about goalkeeping all the time. And again, moment never was similar. Five minutes were there, but was like, you, you, you know, when you speak to someone, and we have this, we, we, we do this in. in in, in our in our world a lot when you bump into people who and and you and you go oh god you know more about this subject than I could ever dream it fills me with a massive sense of confidence to how Liverpool are structured at the minute <laughs> and that's the whole point isn't it I mean it, it's set by Jürgen he knows exactly what he doesn't know and I think that's the point isn't it and then he finds people to fill in those gaps for him and crucially he trusts those people. Because they know more than him. And I think that's something that's very difficult for people to do, isn't it? It's not only difficult to hand something over, but it's also difficult to have complete trust in those people. Yeah. And that's what Jürgen's built his sort of career on. Um, and, you know, it, it goes back to his time at Mines when he did everybody's job himself. And he talks about it and he knew it wasn't sustainable and he knew he wasn't getting better because of it. But he can oversee things and understand that these people know more than me and trust them to go and do their job. I listened to the first part of the Achterberg interview today, uh, this morning I thought it was brilliant I, what I, I particularly loved is just the, the little things where 
he's not giving himself credit. He's giving the player the credit because it, it was it was a line like, and you you might remember this better than me, Paul. But it was just like, no, it's him. It's the goalkeeper. I can I can maybe improve him, but it's down to what he puts into it and what he's trying to get out of it. And that's what he was talking about with Allison, wasn't it? And that's it. And he talks a lot about this and, and so I'm not I'm going to be careful I don't want to betray any confidences because there's some stuff that I said off, off camera so I won't say you know, particular names or whatever but he, he was keen to extol and there's definitely some of this in the interview about the lads the lads who turn up and they want to give their all are the ones that get the most yeah. back out of it and we don't you don't need me to go through names because we've seen them they don't play for Liverpool anymore yeah. the lads who, who aren't going to come and train as hard as they play are not the ones who are going to be successful at Liverpool, and they've got that culture now where they don't, they just don't suffer people who don't want to be there. Yeah, I, I, I've listened to it as well. It's fantastic. He talks about Peter Galaxia and about how he developed his career at Liverpool, but then look how well he's done because he put the hard yards in. Yeah. He talks about Shamal George and about the, the misfortune he had where he was training with the team for like two months, and the first choice got the first choice goalkeeper comes back for a couple of days, and he's in the team, and it was like. These little things can affect the goalkeeper more than anybody else in football because right backs can play potentially left back, centre back, right mid. There's loads of opportunity, but goalkeepers, it's it's that spot. And um, I thought it was brilliant as well. I, I really enjoyed it. And one of the things that coming back to the sort of Klopp and how he trusts his team, it's a much more modern day way of doing things. If you look at every elite sport, it's about individuals managing their own area of the game area of the condition and the fitness team you've got to be an expert now and feedback and all be part of the same system and the same goal holistic approach that's how it's all about now rather than just the manager leads like the old school days in the 90s and the 80s and the 70s where the manager was everything and we didn't really do much training we just followed him yeah and it's, and it's absolutely true and I always think back it's a, a random analogy but it's like it's a, actually from Star Trek and there's a bit where the cap, the captain's said you know the captain's the guy who sits in the big chair and makes all the big decisions but he knows he knows how every part of that ship works but he's not the chief engineer and he's not working the helm, and he's not doing all these other bits and pieces. And that's the thing you get because, and I, it, it go, it remind me we always have these conversations about uh, Alex Ferguson, Chris, and how we all almost laughed. He was he ended up being a bit of a figurehead manager to some regards, but again, because you can't you can't do it all, you need someone who's there, who's the lightning rod for everything, and he actually he's the one who knits it all together ultimately and oversees it all. But it gives me a little bit of hope. It's a little bit, and I don't want to, and we're going to talk a little bit around this, but. I'm not sure. I'd be interested to see who stays if when Klopp moves on and whether you get a whole new load in because we saw this at Man United. Moyes was advised heavily, keep your staff, keep these staff in place mm-hmm. and he dug his heels in and got rid of them all and brought in all his Everton coaching staff and yeah. that was one of the reasons why he fucked it. But when you look Good at what Liverpool have got, the what? Good on him. Yeah. Agent Moyes. Football Jesus. But it is encouraging that Liverpool have got systems in place there where you, there's lines of progression in all co- in all kinds of different departments. Yeah, of course there is, and I think as a coach, you know, I, I don't know. It's it's difficult. There will be people that maybe want to go with Jurgen. There will be, but Liverpool, I think, will have planned for it to stay the same. And it's it's that boot room mentality. It's a modern day version of the boot room, isn't it? Is that it might not be that one of them step up to take control of the first team, but the team stays together and the lightning rod changes essentially, doesn't it? And if that's what Jurgen Klopp yeah. is in this scenario. It's going it, it's gonna be probably the hardest thing that Liverpool are gonna do. Um, you know, not way harder than contracts and signings and everything else replacing Jurgen Klopp. 
but you've got to insulate yourself as best you can to to the right guy or the wrong guy being put in there. And one way to do that is to make sure that the pieces stay the same, so that even if it is the wrong guy, you've still got a good chance of winning yeah. because everything else is still right yeah. and you know it's right. Yeah. Do you know what was like a good warm up to this? And it's totally different because it's players. But when Gerard left. And I know players get older and go over the hill, so to speak, or go past the best, but the influence that Steven Gerrard had on our team, we've seen now that if you've got things set in the right way, you can live without Gerrard. You can improve the team around you. So what we did with our team to you know, overcome that sort of big loss of Gerrard over a few years, that's what we need to do with the manager. We need to make sure that every piece of the puzzle is brilliant so that the manager can come in and do the best that they can be, possibly. And we may actually see the likes of, and it sounds crazy, but we might not see Klopp leave in two and a half seasons. He might leave in three and a half seasons. You never know. Like, you know, the way one year could make all the difference. And we might see someone like James Milner or even Jordan Henderson appear as non obvious candidates that mm -hmm. in three or four years, actually in the boot room mentality, that's the way we go. Because we all know Stevie G's coming at some point. Yeah. But we don't want to bring him in and him do a Frank Lampard. So it might well be that we see a crazy scenario where there's just a bit of shifting around for a year or two before that inevitable Well, move. it's that point. We always do this. Uh, I think I mentioned the podcast the week about how like, every time there's a World Cup, a World Cup ends and you try to predict what the team will be in the next World Cup and you never... You, it's it's always miles off because four years of development in football is a very, is a very, very long, long time. time. And you're right, I think the James Milner stuff's fascinating. And again, you know, we talk, we talk Gerard and we'll do a little bit more on Gerard in a minute, but like the Pep Linda stuff as well. Like I, I thrill... At the chance to see him do a press conference, he probably gives away too much. But again, <laughs> I get I like that. You know what I mean? I, I like the fact. And again, he's another example of that. And something Mel Reddy even talked about in her, in her book, uh, which is highly recommended. By the way, she's the only person I've ever heard talk about the Buvat situation and how Klopp oh, just yeah. had enough of Buvat being a bit negative. negative and, he, yeah. and he hated Pep Linders and hated the fact that he was dead positive. And Klopp was like. Actually, quite like quite like that, and, and was dead quick to bring him back because of the energy he brings. I don't know that he's. He's ever got what it'll take to be the next, but, I, but but Chris, I don't think many people would have thought Paisley was a natural successor to Bill Shankly because he, he, he wasn't. was different. He was quiet. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, know, he was a, a former like doctor, club doctor, essentially physio type yeah, of yeah, thing, yeah. wasn't he? You know what I mean? So, and people people shine and, and people fail in different situations, and you can't predict what's going to happen in there. That which brings me back to the point I was making before: if if everything else is right. You know, Stephen Gerrard might be the perfect fit for us yeah. because he understands the football club and because what man in their right mind after having like what potentially five five years, four years maybe in management is not going to look at Liverpool's coaching staff and think they're doing a terrific job. <laughs> I'll sack them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to walk in and go, this could be the easiest money. You know what? Yeah, yeah, right, I'm going. Do you know what this really needs? Gary, Gary McAllister <laughs> back, don't we? Ah, but here's the point on that, right? It's actually a really good point. Liverpool are set up to have two two assistants, yeah. and likely yes, one of true. them is going to go with Jürgen, yeah. the man who's always been with Jürgen yeah, that yeah, no yeah, one ever yeah. speaks about. Peter Kravitz. Yeah, Peter exactly. Kravitz, yeah. So, yeah. And Linda stays not as tied to Jürgen in the same way over the last 15 years. There's actually a space there for Gary Mack. And it's a, a good, good point. Well, the, the Gerard thing, because we were going to do a little bit later on, but I, I think we, we can kind of jump onto it, because I put this question out on Twitter and I got I it blew up in a big way of like would Steven Gerrard be a, be a good manager for Newcastle given the current environment 
and we'll, we'll answer that. But on that point, you know, we talk about having that lightning rod, that conductor for what Liverpool do. Gerard's probably one of the few examples right now who you could. He doesn't need to come in and be if you've got all the world class people around. Gerard doesn't need to necessarily come in as a world class manager, but he would do something that Linders wouldn't be able to do. You'd, there'd be people who'd want to inspire. As long as he protects his aura, yeah. and that's why Gerard's next move is massive. And shouldn't be Newcastle. No, well, let's I come. Agree. Let's come on to that. But the but like I look look at Zidane at Real Madrid. Like I've got no idea if Zidane's a good manager or not. He probably is because look how many Champions League yeah. he's won. But but like why is he like no one else's no one else was tripping yeah, Cristiano over themselves. Ronaldo in his absolute pomp. Sure, you know, like, but, <laughs> I think I could have done but a people job. Weren't, but people were <laughs> but people were tripping over themselves no, to, yeah. to to grab Zidane as you know, he's not being lauded. He's probably won Has more, he worked anywhere else? He's probably no. won more Champions Leagues than Pep Guardiola. Probably. He has, yeah. Yeah. No, he has, you yeah. know, and he's, he's one of, he's the only there's nobody won more than him. Real Champions Leagues, not Madrid's five. That they yeah, won. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's won. He's won three. There's about three, four managers who've won three. That's it. Yeah, and there's something to that, you know. And you know, as long and that's my point about Gerard's Gerard's development is massive. And I do worry a little bit that he probably should have left Rangers in the summer because you're not get having a better season than you've just than you've just had. You know, in finally breaking. But the isn't that, that isn't that isn't that better for him? Yeah, because it's harder. Yeah, the second season, as we know, as a pro fans <laughs> yeah. haven't won the Premier League two years ago, it's harder to do it again. Like what what Steven Gerrard did with that Rangers side isn't talked about enough. Like yeah. they talk about stopping the ten thing for Celtic and all that. They conceded thirteen goals in thirty eight games. Yeah. Thirteen goals. They scored ninety three goals. <laughs> they weren't a defensive side. Yeah. Yet they conceded. They were goal difference of plus seventy nine yeah. in thirty eight games. Do, do, do you know what it was? Ab- and they didn't lose a game. It's absolutely ridiculous. But do you know that motivation they had? to go and beat and do it. It was a bit like when we got 99 points is that because you're hurting that much about what's come before, you just keep going. Yeah. You know, look at City last year. They knew they had the league one. There was no real stress. They'd done it before. They didn't need to go and get 95 points. I'm not saying they would have, but they didn't need to. They knew that. Whereas with us, it was like, we have to get more points than ever before in the, in the shortest time possible because we've just had COVID trying to stop us. Something else could come along and ruin it. And I think Rangers is probably the same. We cannot have number 10. It cannot happen. We have to make sure we go to the very end to make sure we get that trophy. And I think... And the six points clear of Celtic now, I was going to say, way. I was going to say, this year is big because it's getting the fans back in and going again. Yeah. Win a double. If he does that, he's ready for a move. Yeah, and I suppose in, in that regard, if he's able to win the league again, I think that's, that's sound. It's more the... They obviously they bomb out the Champions League, don't they? Before they get before they get into it, yeah. and that's massive. Like that's a big part of his development. He needs to go and get some Champions League yeah. management experience. He um, do that at Newcastle, is he? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but, but yeah, we'll, we'll do he's that. genuinely got a better chance at Rangers. Yeah, we'll do. Let's let's come to that next. Uh, Lachill with the uh, with the five pound super chat. Thank you so much. Says uh, there's a part of me that doesn't want Gerard as manager. It's the Lampard Nolly thing where every average result is heavily scrutinised by Twitter. And yeah, I mean that, that's the fear. And it's but that's the thing. I want to talk about with Gerard staying another season at Rangers. And the point is, if you're good enough, you're good enough. And if you're not good enough, then. Shit yeah, happens. Yeah, Life's yeah. a shit house. You move on and do something different. So, like, if Gerard's meant to be at Liverpool and it's meant to be a success, you'll come to Liverpool and be a ripper on yeah, success. Yeah. And hopefully, we've got the systems in place that, if we've that got the facilitate team, that. Listen, if we've got the team that is good enough to win the league, Man United, when Fergie didn't have the team, he dragged every inch of quality out of them the year before. Everybody could look at that team and go, "They could do with some surgery there with what was going on around them in the league." 
the, if we give him a team with a real depth of quality and variety of age and experience that can win a league regardless, then that's perfect. If we give him what Klopp picked up, which he's not going to, but then it's a totally different skill set. Like, we're not asking for a restart, we're asking for a continuation. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So Gerard at Newcastle, I, I, I must admit, the second it, got, it was posed to me, I did think, ooh, like, it'd be tough. Because I think, I, I, I think it's a... Being a relegation in battle Premier League side is still a step up from being the Rangers being uh, being in charge at Rangers and just in terms of the level because you're playing in the Premier League. What he gets offered is an interesting part of this, and because I've been looking around and thinking about this a lot, and we've had many a conversation around that. How do you bridge the gap from Rangers to Liverpool? Because I don't think any of us is particularly keen to see Gerard jump straight from Rangers to be Liverpool manager, and you want to hope that he's not. Because he's also got to wait two or three years before that's a reality anyway. So you're a bit stagnant being in Scotland for that long. And I've always said, can you get a Porto job? Or can you get a Benfica yeah. job? Or you can, get, can you get the Ajax job? Or can you get the Dortmund job? Or can you get a, a team that's not... You're not, you're not going to get one of the... You're not going to get Real Madrid or Barcelona or Bayern Munich. But can you get a, a club that is guaranteed every season to get into the group stages of the Champions League? And can you go and do... And can you get to the knockouts of that? And can you have a good fist and get a couple of years? Newcastle isn't that, but there is something there where it's what, 55, 60,000 people every week, absolute rabid supporter base with a massive history that's been undersold. But like he, he it's you been know, on sale. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, in terms of the culture, I think culturally it'd be a perfect fit for Newcastle. Because I think he'd actually be a great fit for Everton, but he'd never, but obviously he'd yeah, never go yeah. there for that reason. I think that's a nice step because it's another one where you get massive games, massive crowds with a big support behind you and loads of pressure that comes with that. But also, he's going to effectively be handed a blank check to go and build a side as well. It's an interesting challenge for for someone like. There's pros and cons to that, right? Great, you know, is Steven Gerrard able to go and sign players? Probably, probably more so than Lampard because what he's did with. What he's done, done and doing with Rangers is more more uh, impressive than anything Ollie ever did, anything Lampard's done so far. So he's already ahead of them. You've got to look at them all differently. It's also uh, more impressive than what Brendan Rodgers did up there. Probably, well, yeah, yeah, arguably, or at least on par with, because I mean, he did what he should have done, but he absolutely smashed it. You know, trebles, 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 yeah. you know, fair enough. But anyway... For me, it's not Newcastle because I think Newcastle, the problem is they're going to bring a manager in now and unless they get sacked next summer, Gerrard's not leaving now. Next summer, Gerrard's not getting the job. Also, I don't particularly think Gerrard needs practice with an, a blank checkbook to go and spunk it on a load of players, you know, go and buy Coutinho for 40 million and potentially Oxlade Chamberlain and these players who, who are never going to be good enough for a top side. It's about, it's that sort of Man City before Mancini came, who did the average manager? It was like Sven, it was. Yeah. Hughes and whoever else got the job there for a bit, Pierce maybe, I don't know. It's that sort of in-between era. He, I actually think, you've just mentioned him, when Rodgers leaves Leicester for a bigger club, which I'm, I've always said I think Pep goes this season, he just looks tired, <laughs> ruined and fighting with fans and etc. I wouldn't be surprised if Rodgers rocks up at United or, or, or City. It just makes sense. There's a gap there for a club that uses this spend-what-we-earn system they're a European pedigree club. They've won a league. They've got good expectations. They've got good young players. That's a lot like Liverpool, but in a lesser sort of level. Mm-hmm. That would be a good move for Steven Gerrard, in my opinion. 
Leicester. I, I actually disagree on the first point you made, Paul, about about it being better for him to go and do something in the Premier League. I don't I don't disagree with the standard of football is better. I think what you need to get yourself into as a manager potentially is high pressure games. Yeah. You don't get that at Newcastle. You might get it from the fans. Mm-hmm. But you don't get it with results in the results business, which I think is a massive learning curve for Stephen up in in Rangers now. Yeah. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Fighting with that pressure to win the league is just so different to fighting for 10th place in the league. It it just really is. And I don't think... Rodgers might be the exception to this, but when was the last time someone from the bottom-ish clubs of the Premier League went on and took a big job. Is it Moise? And have they ever done and have they ever done well? Yeah. Right. Hard, can can anyone name me a manager like even like Eddie Howe was talked about for ages going and getting a bigger job. Martinez didn't work. Martinez didn't work out. Rogers at Liverpool didn't really work out in the end, although he came close. Moyes went. Pochettino was the only one I can think of that had some success and still now gone on. That's, that's, a, but that's, he, a, that's a great shout actually. He, but he's the he only hasn't one. Won anything? Yeah. But he, look, by the way, look at COVID. <laughs> COVID this failed. Coup, coup de France, isn't it? Right. But they, so they, <laughs> this is my point. What does Stephen get from going and doing that? Yeah. Does he get a big job off the back of it, or he is gets, he still getting the big job off his name? He get, In which case, why put yourself through it? He Agreed. gets to he gets to go to a club that doesn't no no one's got any real ill feeling with, so he doesn't yeah. tarnish his Liverpool chances by going to someone who we've got a big rivalry with. He gets to you know again he gets to have a bit of going by a different caliber of footballer than he's used to, which is something again. That's not bad. We don't know what what we don't know what their drawing power is going to be just yet. Of course, um, and he, uh, you know, obviously, as I say, he does get that does get that a bit of that practice in the Premier League. I don't know. It's 
It's a t- I don't think it's yeah. as cut and dry as, as everyone's making out because I don't think the Newcastle job's that good. And also, he's seen Benitez work for some terrible owners. Now, we yes. don't know what these owners are going to be like, but I'm guessing by what their country is run like that the ramifications, shall we say, of bad results, might, <laughs> might you might lose a limb. Also, yeah. does, he, <laughs> also does he want to work for an ownership? Because let's be honest, I know you get some Liverpool fans, but we are like, I mean, God, we, we, we cause... Anything that breaks our sort of mold, we, we we you know cause issue with, which is fine. But can we really l- love our new manager if his previous job was for some of the most controversial yeah, people no, in football? It's it is. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you can't ignore that. And that's no, but, so. Would he want to go and yeah, work no, for them? John, but somebody's got to take that job. Yeah, yeah, you but, know. And at the end of the day, if, again, we've said this before. It's like the Newcastle fans. It's not the Newcastle no, fans' yeah, yeah. fault that no. they've been taken over by the really? Saudis. Now, now they could mobilise and, and, and kick <sighs> off about it, but there's a point at which no, no football club's clean. There's but Stevie like G doesn't have to take that like, job, though. No, no, They're true, already fans of Newcastle, no, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? True enough. But, but the, my point is, is that once it's to that point, it's a football decision. Yeah. It's not, you know, you, that, it, that's what Gerard's got to look at. He's got to look at. Can I? Can I make my name better by going to Newcastle? I actually think it's quite difficult. Yeah. Maybe. Probably yeah. is. I think that's hard. I think he can make his, his, his name better. The only other thing... And not ruin that aura that he's got around him as yeah. a person and a manager yeah. by staying at Rangers and then by going and doing what you said, which is going and getting another job that's not in the English media in quite the same way, yeah. not looked at in quite the same way, and then go and make, make your name bigger because of that. What's more important, Champions League or Premier League experience for Gerard? Oh, that's a great question. Because he's already had plenty of Champions League experience but as a player, hasn't he? I don't know because it depends what squad you inherit. Yes, mm-hmm. does it? Does. You know what I mean? And and like, look, our lads will all have Champions League experience, and he the way that he sets his team up. It surprised me that they got knocked out before they got to the Champions League because I felt like he was going to be a good European manager. Now, that's something that he'll, 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 learn. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll learn from that, though. The only thing about Gerard is worth considering, we don't know this about him yet, is that does he actually want to move abroad? Yeah, it's a big big move, isn't because it? Because he hasn't left Liverpool. You know what I mean? His, his family haven't moved up to up to Glasgow. They're, no. all still, they're all still on Merseyside. So, and he's living that life. And whether he can, can he take another step because he had he had a difficult time with that, you know, with LA and what have you as well. Yes, I don't, we don't know that yet, and that's the point where you then you then he's then it's a bit like Rafa ended up. You know what I mean? Like you you're always looking closer to home. You have this at a lower level. Like, I think it was Chris Kirkland was saying a bit like you know he reached the point of Wiggins, Bolton, Bellies, Berries. Exactly. You know, don't want to. No point in relocating down down the country. Who, who so you you narrow in your pool, and it might just be that. Of the clubs that we talk about, is he going to go to Arsenal? Like, I don't think I don't think he can go to Arsenal and then come to Liverpool unless Arsenal fall completely, you know, into the. Into I'd love that, you know. What about Spurs? What about Spurs? That's not a bad shout, you know, because they are mediocrity now. They're going to lose Kane at some point. But then, but again, I don't know. Would you rather just go have Newcastle because you're going to get a lot more freedom to to do what you want hey, to do? They might be in the Championship next season. They might be. Well, that's I, a big if. Well, it's that, what is the point that people aren't really saying about the Newcastle stuff? Something Basman Toffee TV goes on about. It's because of FFP, Newcastle have got to go big in the next 12 months. That's your only chance to go unencumbered big. You can spend whatever you, whatever the hell you want because you've just come in and it's like a fresh, it's a fresh set of accounts effectively. Okay. That's when you can spend your dough. You've again got to start to meet FFP in the years that in the years that follow that. So Newcastle actually need to. You know, that, that's why they're so fascinating because you know yeah. somebody get, somebody's going to spend that money. 
but it's like, who can you get and what can you do? And my only other thing on this is that if I was Gerard, I would go to, I would go there and I would go and do try and ape what um, Chelsea did last season and go and buy all the lads who are ready to make that break breakout, who are ready to step up, go and Hoover up. Like you know, like the Kai Havertz yeah. and Hakim Ziyech, and, and you know, and a, and a bunch, and obviously Pulisic was there already. But to the point, yeah. go and get a bunch of those lads who've got big resale value and, and, and points to prove. Go and strip Salzburg dry. Yeah. You know, go and get all of their best players instead, and then have two or three years in the Premier League with them, and then take the best ones onto Liverpool <laughs> when, yeah, when you go. Perfect you know? shout. <laughs> it's just difficult, isn't it? Because. Like right now, I mean, there's a video going around of when Griezmann's on the plane. He's like, I've just got Newcastle Champions League and he's going charity shield, he's going quintuplet. And then Mbappe says to him, Who's Newcastle? Now, the fact that Mbappe doesn't know Newcastle is shocking, by the way. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I know every team only in France is spending all yeah. that, especially Newcastle who play in the Champions League. But that's a the point there. Yeah. Mbappe doesn't know who Newcastle is. Yeah. And we'll end up with a Rubinho situation where he gets on the plane thinking he's going to United and he turns up at City. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the problem they're going to have. Like, when they come in, yeah, they're gonna pay you three hundred grand a week. Newcastle, nah, you're all right, mate. So, like, I'll play for Dortmund instead in the Champions League. And but they need to do the old thing that they did with like Middlesbrough did with Genie. Genie, oh yeah, yeah. Like, Ellie. It's only oh, three hundred. Yeah. It's only three hundred miles down to London, and they'll be like, oh, that's not. <laughs> yeah. Three hundred miles in Brazil. Oh yeah, do that. Do that to go to the shops. Yeah, you know what I mean? I do that for a family day out, and then they realise it's an absolute nightmare to get from the northeast to anywhere in the country other than like. North Yorkshire. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. Big day out to Betty's tea room in Argus. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. Um, our pod two five one two is one of our club legends over in the club legend Discord chat. Saying Newcastle needs someone to rebuild a club, not just a team. If Stevie goes there, they'll want him for five years. Uh, at least that would leave our interim with two years to fill. I think he stays in Scotland for now. And there's a Southgate would be a great fit for Newcastle. Southgate oh, is the perfect example of how new, how. how Newcastle will fuck it. Yes. They will fuck it if they do what Everton did, and that is to go and get the most expensive available, not the best available. And that's not saying expensive so much, but we go, okay, yeah, yeah, I've heard of him. Go get the play, go, don't get players you've heard of, get players who, who, who are good and have got the right attitude and all that kind of stuff. And Southgate would be very like, that would be very. He drops it, Maximan. It's too flirty for Southgate. <laughs> Absolutely, without a doubt. Um, That's an interesting one, that though, because uh, as far as a name goes in world football now, I mean, the fact that he's got he's to the there. semi-finals of these competitions with England and final, and, yeah, and final, final, yeah, yeah. You, you're probably looking at it and going, "He's a good manager." <laughs> Realistically, yeah. he's not. <laughs> yeah. The answer's Zidane, and it go and get Zidane. He's free. Imagine they have Zidane. Just think, it? think he's Juve. They're playing black and white ships, yeah, mate. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're basically, <laughs> we're basically the English Juventus. Yeah. <laughs> I did see. I did think it was a funny, a funny notion because as someone said, like Newcastle, very marketable team, and they definitely are. Oh yeah. But also, Juventus have spent the last five years desperately trying to get rid of the black and white stripes so they can crack America because nobody wants to buy Juventus jerseys because they're referees jerseys and oh, nobody really? wants to buy Is referees. Right? Know that. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's why they've been, they've been, they did it like a half and half black yeah, and white yeah. thing. They've been thinning the stripes out and everything to make it not look. A traditional, like, yeah, because it just looks like referees. So, I've got a pink away kit, that mad pink one, yeah. Oh, there you go. Stuff like that. There That's go. bizarre. Um, no, no, but yeah, fascinating stuff. Uh, Nand on there saying uh, Southampton is best for Gerard. Southampton. I just don't see. I, I just don't see the advantage of Steve of Gerard going to any of these clubs. He's gonna play for them. That's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, maybe that's it. I just don't see. I you go to Newcastle, you don't know what the ownership's like. You don't know if they're going to sack you after six months or twelve months. Yeah. You've got no idea because they've never owned a football club before. Yeah. That's a big step into the unknown for me. Yeah, no, it is. It's an interesting point. You're right. It's, it is a complete unknown. The only thing you'd imagine. I can't see anywhere where they don't do everything in their power to to try and follow the path that yeah. Man City have have trodden already and put everything into that football club. It to took City a few years though, did it? They had to, they had to build layer by layer. Yeah. Yeah, so the first well, signings weren't unbelievable. Well, it was it, random, yeah. wasn't it? Hundred percent. Well, that's you, it's a good point that they the people think about Mansoor, you know, as being like the you know. Like that was when well, it started. Well, they had the other owners. Well, first. They had, yes. they had they that did, catching yeah. Shinawatra first, and again, they yeah. went in and spunked a load of cash. He was that's what Alano Rubinho. and all that. Well, like, it was Alano, yeah. Rubinho, Petrov, Martin Petrov, and well, who's the guy and who Joe? And, and when, you know, when, when, when did he buy the fella from Swansea? Oh, yeah. Uh, Bony. That was 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 they brought Zabaleta in during yeah. that time. Joe Hart was the goalkeeper. And all that. Even so players they, like Kolarov at so that To game, the point, they? and that's why it's again Newcastle stuff is fascinating. They're more likely to do an Everton than they are to do yeah. a Man City because look at the state of that squad. You've got you've got to convince boss players to come in and play for an awful team. I, I, okay, yeah, on loads of money, but like. Again, look at Man United. All Man United need, have though, been doing all that. All you need, if you can do it, if you're going to do it, you need that one big star. You, you just need to throw all your eggs in one basket and the others will kind of follow, you know what I mean? Whereas, like, I think, it, like, let's say, let's say you were stupid enough to go and get Messi, right? And, and, and it was a possibility. <laughs> there are going to be loads of players that want to play with Lionel Messi yeah. and then all of a sudden, they start to go, fucking hell, do you mean business there? What you can't do is get a load of... Sh- Relatively Europa League yeah, players yeah, first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. You'd have to go out yeah, and get no, the big and that's guy what, first. Again, that's where Everton fucked it by by going out and getting lads who you didn't want to play with. You know what I mean? Nobody wanted to play with. I'm not can't it's an obvious joke there, which I'm going to completely. Sound of me putting on the mental brakes there. Um, yeah, um, don't spend 50 million pounds on players that no one wants to play with. Um, the um, Charleston, that's who you meant, Charleston, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, but no, that, but that's exactly that's exactly the point is that you that's City showed they mean they meant business with the Rubinho stuff because it was a big name. But who's that? Who is that player? And, it, and is it and, and PS, again, PSG have been trying this now, keep getting the big names, go and spend big money on, on, on players. It hasn't. What's it done? They'd yeah. have they'd have been just as likely to win league titles if they'd gone and got a bunch of just good, cheaper players that fitted the system players, a bit better. Yeah. Did it, did, it, the only way they could, I think they can do it is a little bit like what Chelsea did, but they're obviously already a decent side. Is sort of be smart the way they're talking to players. Like look to Coutinho. Look, we're talking to Van der Beek. We've got a ex player coming in, white player. So Coutinho thinks that when he signed, he signed him with four or five or there good players and then they're all kind of being played and then they all agree and then suddenly you're unveiling five or six good names rather than right Felipe Callum Wilson's gagging for a free ball you know Sean Longstaff say begging to play with you and, and whatever the other Longstaff <laughs> yeah. Matt, Rich, Matt Richie said he'll clean your boots every Thursday yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean yeah. like like, well, it's got to be a the, big. The Coutinho stuff's the big point and that is he's the name been most linked with it you know since the takeover. He'd be mad. Well, no, but it's, that's it's a sound move. That would be, and he would adore Coutinho. He would. He'd be perfect for them because he's again. It's like it's like Mills Virginio thing all over again. Brazilian. He's got a great reputation. He's played for Liverpool, played for Barcelona. He scored goals against them. Which Munich, remember, yeah, all, that kind, all that kind of stuff. And the Dale that will be that, that that will feel like it, but it's not 
because he's not good enough. Uh-huh. He's not good enough to play for any of the top six teams in the Premier League. So if that's the highest you go, but that's sound for them right now, isn't it? That's that's top ten. Yeah, finish but, is, next but that, that's to Chris's point. You know, is that. I think he's a fine second or third purchase. If you're, bu- you need to buy a talisman, someone who's got a, who's got a reputation. It might be someone who's actually a little past the best. So you yeah. might be getting maybe it's Cavani or uh, maybe shout. even he's not quite. Well, quite he's he's going to go back. Suarez, Suarez yeah. you know, That's someone someone who's got a standing in the game has having been one of the stars of football. But it's fa- I, 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 fa- I, if you're, I, look, I, I think is, yeah. you, you're four years away from winning anything. Minimum. Minimum. So your Coutinho when you're 27, 28, is he still old? Oh, he's the same age as our lot. What yeah. are you doing it for? It's just the money. Mm-hmm. At that point, well, he's probably he's going to play, isn't he? Which he's not doing. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Like, but but again, he's not good enough to play for the bigger sides anymore. Otherwise, he'd be playing for one of the bigger sides. Yeah. C- could they get like an Isco? That's a big shout. You know, one of those players who are on the fringes of leaving Real Madrid who you can convince who's probably, what, 25, 26 now? He's probably, that's the that's the player you go, wow, you know who that's a big shout. Benzema's the fucking one they should go for. Yeah. But he's not, he, he's fucking got Champions League clubs Benzema. all over the country. Yeah. Taking, we're the taking, point, you know, know they've missed the boat on and again, don't fuck it like Everton, Hammers Rodriguez. Yeah. Like, there's no, there was no more Newcastle assigning Bring him back. than Hammers Rodriguez. Rodriguez, injury prone and dead good. <laughs> yeah, yeah bring him go. back. He probably, he's playing guitar now, isn't he? We yeah. must be around the time for Didier Spree to start playing football for Newcastle. Yeah, yeah <laughs> there must be all kinds. Uh, yeah, go get the next yeah. gen. Um, Dylan O'Rourke says Martinez will leave Belgium this summer and be Newcastle manager next year. I think it's mad how there's a style of football that would work for Newcastle, really, though. True, true. He's being linked with the Barcelona job, though. Like, Koeman's yeah. not, not going to last till Christmas at this at this rate. But, like, the idea that, like, Martin, like, the idea that another ex Everton manager could end up at <laughs> Barcelona um, is absolutely astounding um, there's some great comments here Terence Phillips saying regarding um, Newcastle and Gerrard I think he would appeal as, as long as the young talented players around as a lot of the young talented players around the world would want to play for them that is a, that is a good point um, yeah and we've got a random one here, actually, from Daniel McMurray with a super chat saying, lads, I'm in Australia looking at holidaying in the UK next year if possible. Top of my bucket list is singing my heart out at Anfield. What are my chances of getting a ticket as a non-member and any advice? Hospitality. Next, yeah, hospitality or... Get yourself a membership. Get Just get a membership, yeah. yeah just get that sorted. And then it's easy, And then even if they bring in the things, it's easier to get... It's easier to have one transferred to you if they crop up on general sale and stuff. So you, that, you're going to need a membership is the point. Um, the uh, Oh, we've got one more super chat. just literally flew in there. We got, we're going to talk to you and Alderman in a second. We're going to do an extended podcast. Didn't think it'd be this long in the international break, but Gerard was fascinating. And Newcastle, I could talk about the Newcastle stuff all day because that's... Yeah. I mean, they're, they're the footy manager team of choice this year. I've had, I did notice that... Um, Miles Jacobson basically keeps getting asked, like, "What's oh, the budget? What's the starting budget? What's the starting budget?" Yeah. And he said it gets ten million less every time someone tweets me to ask me that <laughs> question. Um, Connor S says Newcastle will buy a lot of thirty somethings on their way down who are big names and hope they can get in the top half. That, that's the point because there's, there's lots of like approaches that you can copy and you, if you pick and choose in the right way. But my point about this, lastly, on it is, do you remember what we used to do with the old Pro Evos, Chris, when we'd get bored of them and they ended their lifespan? Everyone would take a team and we'd divvy the players up, all the best players amongst those teams. But if you then try to add another person... You're then left with yeah, just you know ones that like Ronaldo and Ronaldinho and Rabinho were gone by that point. Yeah. So you then ended up with your Recobas and your you know <laughs> your, and your, and your and player this, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. But you get into you got a good you you on paper you go wow that's a really good team, but then when you stand it next to the top teams, it's 
it's, it's yeah, crap yeah, by comparison. Because the, the, the boss players are all boss teams yeah. for the most part, aren't they? They need to go and convince. So you know what I want them to do? Go and convince a Man City player to come and play for you. Stay if you want to fucking slap your dick down on the Premier League table. <laughs> What's Aguero doing? Get recovering from injury shock, shock at Barcelona. Barcelona. Yeah. yeah. Slatan. 40 years old and, again, can't get fit enough to play football matches. But, again, two years ago, he would have been the perfect perfect thing for that. Um, But that's what Because nobody steals players from Man City. I mean, I know Sani went to Bayern kind of thing. But go and and rob. Go and get Bernardo Silva. Or Or, or Raheem Sterling. Or go and pay Kevin De Bruyne 600 grand a week and see what he says. (laughs) Stealing would be a good chance as well. Yeah, because I think you're not getting the city players out, are you, who who are playing. I think there's too there's too much of everything in what the pot, as in quality of football, Champions League, money, trophies, how important you are to the team. I don't think money's gonna pull you away from City. But if you're Sterling, who's a fringe player at the moment, he he is, isn't he? Mm. I think that could be I think he goes to London though next. Sterling. Interesting, I think he yeah. goes back to London. It's, Either Arsenal or Spurs. I mean, he's just too good for both of them, isn't he? That's the point. Oh, you go oh, yeah, get Harry Kane. Go well, convince been, Harry Kane. Harry Kane's a great shout if you're just going to lump 180 you know I mean? million at Tottenham. Oh, my God, it's the Michael Owen thing all over again, isn't it? <laughs> he should hold out for the move that he really wants <laughs> and Newcastle come in and go, here's all the money. Here's, here's Sp- 200 million. He's been crap at half yeah. a season and Newcastle by Harry Kane in January. Oh, my Share God. Share a number two. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, give him the Except number nine. Except, you know, the Premier League medal before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But honestly, but like you know, we we joked about like the Jack Grealish thing, and they clearly wanted that Alan Shearer at Newcastle moment where you tell the fans to come down for the unveiling, and like Newcastle had that, that famous picture of him stood there with the sea of bodies yeah, behind yeah. him, and they had to shoot Jack Grealish from the other side because there wasn't enough people there. Harry Kane, Jude Bellingham. Yeah, but that's another mm. one. Because it's the make, opposite end of the spectrum. Exactly. You want to make it. You want. Yeah. That's again. That's what they should be doing Get as well. Son as well. Why there? Oh, why not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, right. That. We're gonna take. <laughs> One more very short break. We're going to chat Jeannie Wijnaldum, uh, who's unhappy at PSG, uh, to wrap the show up. So do stay tuned, uh, and we'll be back in a sec. Hey, everyone. Mate here. Just a little insert from me to say that if you enjoy this podcast and the other podcasts that we put out for free, and you want more, then my word, you can have more on the redmentv.com. Go over there, sign up, and get extra bonus shows from us each and every week, as well as a whole suite of video content, documentaries, features, and interviews. But yes, you can also play those podcasts in your native podcasting app as well to have a seamless Redmen TV experience in your ears the redmentv.com sign up there today um, Genie's unhappy at PSG cry me a river Shock, or um, feeling a bit sorry for him cry me a river wow. I think he's been done over there to be honest with you I'm not asked either way I'm a bit like I'm a bit like cry me a river but you know he didn't know that Messi was going to be going there when he went, and he probably didn't realise just how far away from the first team he'd been. I think I'm right in saying he started like four of yeah, the first five games, and then he since then he's had, he's had uh, only a few minutes and stuff, which is mad, really, because I thought of Pochettino and how he built that Tottenham side, and I thought Genie would have been a great sort of fit for a Pochettino side. Um, he's had a long time in the same system, and he's played the same way for a long time. Maybe it's just an adaptation and we're jumping the gun here a little bit. Maybe he'll fight his way into the side. But right now, I think he's probably looking around going, I've sold a false dream here. Yeah. Well, he's completed 90 minutes just twice 
so far this season, which is very ungenuine album yeah. like, and it does speak to the turmoil you've got at that football club at the moment because, and again, while everyone was creaming the pants over all these stars going to PSG and Man United, no one's kind of got onto how hard Man United's job's going to be in the coming weeks when Rashford comes back yeah. and how who's not playing in that team. I mean, it's Martial. Yeah, there's another one not playing <laughs> now. Though, Big Castle team. United bound Anthony Martial. Oh, yeah, another shout yeah. out. God, do you yeah. know what that would work as well? Hundred percent. Yeah, he, he, the, the thing is, you've got to look at who was there before. Like, we didn't have anyone else like Genie. We've got players who do different things, and as we're seeing now, it's changed how we are a little bit. But with with Genie, he's gone there and he's a great manager of space, retaining possession, doing the, the dirty work. And then you look at who they've already got Herrera, that's his kind of job as well. Gay, brilliant at what he does, absolute superb DM, and then Verratti, who would be in my world eleven. I think he's at, if he yeah, can stay amazing. fit, he's absolutely world class. So he went there knowing those three were already there on top of Perez and the, the, the other lads like Draxler who play number ten. It's a tough task anyway before you sign Messi. Um, the truth is, he could have signed a contract at Liverpool, didn't. Fine, no one's forcing you to. Didn't go to Barca and join PSG apparently because the money was the best. So do you know what? That's why I'm like. You knew what you were walking into. Deal with it. Well, if you want a game time, you stay at Liverpool. Yeah. If you want money, you leave. Well, the point is, and, and again, the, the issue we've got is... You can't then moan when you've taken the money and you're not getting the game time. Well, no, and, and I, <laughs> my, my issue with this, I've seen people go and it's Coutinho all over again, and it's not because Coutinho, no. like, he wanted... I don't think Genie wants to leave Liverpool, and I don't think Liverpool... I don't think Liverpool... I don't think Jürgen wants Jürgen, a Genie yeah. to, to leave either, but he fell down. It, it's... <laughs> He was worth slightly, you know, for what he what he'd done for us. He was definitely worth another contract. But Liverpool have made, obviously made decisions on how they're going to be managing the it squad. It was too late, wasn't it? Out. He should have signed it in 2019, really. Yeah. But it's interesting that just, you know, you mentioned the team. You know, they obviously lost to Ren, PSG, in the last <laughs> game out. Obviously. And they're playing Verratti and, and um, just a kind of gay in a two man midfield, effectively, 4-2-3-1, because they've got to get Mbappe, Neymar, Messi, and Ankel Di Maria into the team. Because of course you do. Because why wouldn't you want them lads in? So, so is he the backup the ten now? Well, to the point. I mean, he's played. He's two ninety minutes. Came. He played right mid and he played attacking mid. The, the only two nineties he's played. Um, and yeah, so he's now in. He's effectively. He's not even playing for three play. One of three places as he was in Liverpool. He's effectively playing realistically for two. Um, I do. I, I do. I feel a bit sorry for Gene. I mean, to be fair. Would he rather that or have gone to Barcelona? Now, probably in terms of his game time, yeah, he'd be Barca. a main man for Barcelona. I'd imagine. So, but he's also gets to train with Messi and Neymar and earn ludicrous money every week. Rem, I, I watched that game a bit. Rem pressed them, pressed them hard, and lo and behold, they they, they got beat. Mm. There you go. Sure. Well, let's know your thoughts on the whole genie thing because I actually had the question. I think about it was our good friend Yoni Weisberg asked the question of you know getting back on loan in January or whatever <laughs> um, manifested to happen. Would people be would people be asked about that? I don't know. It's weird. We're, we're having a, a bit of an injury crisis ish. Well, not compared to last season. I, I, mm. I, I don't even feel. I feel dirty actually trying to use the same <laughs> expression because we redefined what injury crisis looked like last year. We're having a couple of injuries <laughs> at the moment. We're having a normal injury crisis. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But but we also we're also unbeaten this season, so bring him back in January. I'd be okay with that, but only playing for four games, so he doesn't get a medal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, doing that, Philip. Send him back. You <laughs> bad man. You're a bad man, Chris Page. Oh. Just leave him out on the last day. I, I think one thing we do as a fan base though is get held on. I mean, the amount of times 
And we, we would all talk about Coutinho, weren't we, in the summer when there was a bit of a rumour that he was being offered back. And then there's there's the Suarez, you know, Xabi Alonso when he was leaving Real, get him back. We, we, we look back a lot as Liverpool fans, don't we? We always adore our ex-players and want them back. I think the truth is most managers look forward. Yeah, I personally try to be like that, and it's hard, but I try to because I was like, yeah, get Phil back. You know, it makes sense. You can give him eighty grand a week. You know, brilliant. So four for four, fifth forward. But more often than not, we look forward, and I'm, I'd rather see Curtis Jones just carry on doing what you're doing, mate, and Elliot come back in a couple of more months and do what you're doing rather than. You know, ah, sit, sit in the back seat now. Genie's going to play another thirty games between January and May. Yeah, I think you're right. To, I think you're right to look at it like that, and I think that the the sort of follow on from that for me is probably you're looking to improve all the time. You stand still, and other teams improve around you, and you've technically got worse, even though you're the same. Liverpool with a wine album at thirty years old ain't going to be a better side. You know, they have the potential to be better with a Kurt Jones and a Harvey mm-hmm. Elliott in the future. Um, it, that's not necessarily, that doesn't mean you get a better, you become a better side, but you, you at least you're striving to yeah. be better. It reminds me of leaving a job uh, that I quite liked, but I wanted to change my life circumstances a bit. And then when I moved on to it, I was having a bit of a struggle with it because it was hard. And I, I very nearly moved back to my old yeah. job just because it was, I wanted to go back to that comfort zone of it all. You need to move, we, we've not moved on. We, we are, what twenty percent, fifteen percent of the into a season or whatever? You know, we need we don't know how Liverpool have have developed beyond Junior Wijnaldum or any point. Don't get me wrong; if Liverpool have lots of problems with midfield injuries, I would you would absolutely be having the little question to PSG and go, can we get him on loan in January yeah. because you're bringing someone in who would slot straight back into what you're doing? Um, but he's another one. He's again Newcastle. Like yeah. <laughs> again, he, he he loves Newcastle, and I, he you know he loves New, he actually loves the city of Newcastle well more than he loves the city of Liverpool because he yeah. never lived he never lived here. Yeah, he told, oh, he, he, he told us that when we were when we did an interview with him, but when we were walking back to his car, and he was saying like we were we were talking about it when he was like, oh, I love the city and all that, and he's like, no, don't feel the same about Liverpool. But he lived. In, we, we we asked him where do you live, and he's like Formby. Yeah. I was like, we well, you don't really that's, know yeah, Liverpool, mate. Of, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. but he, he adores that because that and that's another one. You know, that's a good example of what. Newcastle could well be doing and just picking up those fringe lads from the top from the top I do side. wonder whether when he was at Newcastle he came over here he was single he was a young fella I don't, ah. I don't know whether that's the case but maybe Newcastle's that's Newcastle though, yeah. you know you're not you, you, we're, you're not going to live anywhere else in Newcastle yeah. are you you know and you also you haven't got rival fans to like come and brick your windows in, 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 <laughs> like, like you'd have if you're living yeah. if, if you're it's living a trip in for some done fans I mean if you look at one of the things that I like to look at with the team is if you look at how well Emile Smith-Rowe and Saka are doing at Arsenal I know Arsenal have got obviously their own problems to overcome but them two players are real shining lights for that team and there's others as well but you don't get that if you bring in uh, or, or bring back players you know who, who will do a job for a few years but eventually like eventually Genie's going to be older isn't he and he's going to be managed whereas we do you don't get Phil Foden if you replace David Silva mm. you don't get the unbelievable talent that I hate who's amazing <laughs> amazing now, if you replace David Silva, you don't get Kurt Jones kicking on and reaching whatever his ceiling is if you replace Genie. Yeah. And we've said this also, we were, we've all been positive, but we've been waxing about this since then. You will not get to see the end game if you just bring in and plug in holes everywhere all the time. Absolutely. Yeah, fascinating one. But yeah, we'll pick up more on the biggest Liverpool stories and debates on the Reds News Roundup show tomorrow. Uh, so if you want more uh, and extra bonus content from us, then you can do. We've got extras. We've got the Around the League. Uh, if you are a YouTube member, by the way, your free show for this week will be that um, 
uh, will be the Reds News Roundup show live streaming on here tomorrow. So yeah, uh, that will fill in for the Monday final words. Uh, but yeah, if you want more, then do go to the RedmenTV.com, including that John Achterberg interview, which is really, really good. And we've got a whole host of other ones coming up. Uh, I sat down with Paddy the Baddy, uh, the new star of the UFC yesterday, which was fascinating. The good, I love a good old chat with Pad. Um, we've also got uh, Scouse comedian Adam Rowe coming up. We've got Liverpool uh, writer and Mirror journalist as well, Brian Reed, uh, Mona Nemer, Gay Liverpool's head of nutrition. There's a small feature with her coming up in the coming weeks. Loads of stuff to keep you entertained. Uh, but gents, thank you so much for this bumper international break podcast. Loads more to come for free as well if you can't be arsed with all that stuff. But if you do, do try it out. Let us know how you get on with it and we hope to see it over there. Uh, and yeah, big shout out to our Club Legends subscribers who are going to have their names featured right now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.